Welcome to episode 8 of the Bucks Network podcast featuring an interview with Cranbrook Bucks number 8 and local product Quaid Anderson. Quaid discusses his career from the U18 AAA Kootenai Ice to the Junior B Beaver Valley Nighthawks and on to playing Junior A for his hometown Cranbrook Bucks. You will learn lots about Quaid and his career and you'll hear him answer some fan submitted questions as well. This is episode 8 of the Bucks Network podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome once again to episode 8 of the Bucks Network podcast, featuring an interview with Bucks defenseman Quade Anderson, which we'll get to in just a couple of minutes. I am Chris Keck, color analyst on Cranbrook Bucks BCHL TV broadcasts, creator of BucksNetwork.ca, and contributing writer for BCHLNetwork.ca. The last time I gave an update on the Bucks season was two weeks ago on episode 5 of the podcast, where I previewed their upcoming four straight games against the Vernon Vipers and had a chat with the play-by-play voice of the Vipers, Graham Turnbull. The Bucks went on to lose those first two games at home, but they got a point in each, losing 3-2 and 2-1 in shootouts to the Vipers. The Vipers extended their win streak to nine games with the wins in Cranbrook, winning eight straight by one goal and seven in overtime, so it was a magical run for the Vipers. Vernon then lost a midweek game last Wednesday in Penticton in overtime to end their win streak, but extend a point streak to 10 games before the Bucks traveled to Vernon last weekend. The Vipers won the first game on Friday night by a score of 3-2 after tallying the go-ahead goal with about a minute left in the game. Cranbrook was able to bounce back on Saturday, picking up a 3-2 win of their own, thanks to two goals by forward Kellen Yarderson and 22 saves from goalie Nathan Airy. I caught up with Quade Anderson this week and we talked a little about those games against Vernon, a lot about his career, and we get to know him a little more personally as I throw some rapid-fire questions at him and he answers some fad-submitted questions as well. We then look ahead to the team's upcoming road trip, playing Wenatchee at home next weekend, and quickly glance at the upcoming BCHL playoffs. Thanks again to those of you that submitted questions for Quaid. I hope you all get a chance to listen to the interview. And here it is, Quaid Anderson on episode 8 of the Bucks Network podcast. Happy to be joined on the Bucks Network podcast by Cranbrook Bucks defenseman and Cranbrook BC native, Quaid Anderson. Quaid, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good, thanks. So you guys are coming off a, a big win in Vernon on Saturday night. Um, what was it like to, to finally beat those guys and enjoy a bit of a happy bus ride home? Yeah, the bus ride home was very positive, that's for sure. It was definitely tough uh, losing the two at home, both in shootouts. But then going back there, we had the lead the first game, and we just, just couldn't quite hold on to it. But we were also kind of short-manned on the back end due to a couple injuries. But that Sunday win definitely, or Saturday win definitely felt good and definitely was nice to get back ahead of them in the standings yeah for sure and that you mentioned the two games at home and then the two game trip up there all really good games um I thought you guys were probably the better team in in all of them but uh they had a little bit of a magical run there getting some games in overtime getting some one goal wins I think they had points in 11 straight games so that was uh definitely a big win for you guys on Saturday night there oh yeah definitely yeah they 
definitely went on quite a run. And if you want to get really into the depths of it, I think they only held a lead against us in all four games for about a minute at the end of the Friday game where they beat us. So we definitely, I say, outplayed them, but they definitely got lucky with the bounces. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you mentioned like the, the two games in Cranbrook going to a shootout there. So it was, uh, like I said, it was good games. I thought you guys were probably the better team in all four, and, and they snuck out the first few. But uh, that's a good one for you guys to get back in the win column before another big trip here this weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I'll get back to the uh, the upcoming road trip and some of the other things you guys got coming up. But uh, I'll back up in your career a little bit here. So I'll start in uh, your first year playing U18 AAA with the Kootenai Ice over in the West Kootenays there. Um what was that like, I guess, for you to make the decision to uh, to leave home and, and go play U18 AAA over in, uh, you guys were based at a, was it Trail? Yeah, it was based at a Trail, and that was actually probably the turning point of my career. Uh, the year before, I broke my wrist in provincials, and so I kind of was healing from that in the off season, and I wasn't sure on deciding going over there or not, and there was like some meetings held in Cranbrook with like the coaching staff and stuff like that, but I kind of missed out just cause I was worried more about my wrists and kind of healing rather than what my next move was, but definitely making that move away from home uh, at the age of 15 was definitely scary at first. Like it was definitely different, but I was lucky to have one of my close buddies, uh, Eric DeWare from Cranbrook as well. He, uh, we, we got to build it together at the same house. So we kind of went over at the same time. It was perfect to kind of been together and experience the new kind of living away from home. And even though it's only three hours away, it was definitely a uh, change for sure. Yeah, especially at 15, like most guys at 15 are still playing, you know, with, with their friends and in their hometown and everything. So for you to kind of make that jump was definitely a, a big step for you at 15. Exactly. Yeah, my little brother's 15 now, and I I can't believe that I was his age when I moved out, and I can't even picture him leaving the house for another five years. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and it gets you ready to play junior hockey too, which is uh, you did over in uh, in Beaver Valley as well. But uh, so in your second year there with the Kootenay Ice, you got in another 40 games there, and uh, you had 21 points. So you averaged a point every other game from the back end. Um, what was that your second season like playing? Uh, U18 AAA with the Kootenay Ice? So yeah, the second year I definitely adapted and got used to living away from home and it was awesome and then that year just kind of came, not in a way a little easier, but I felt more confident, more control kind of playing out there so it definitely was a good stepping stone, it helped me definitely advance my career and I felt like that gave me a lot of confidence to then carry on my next couple years of junior hockey. Yeah, and so you got into 10 games with Beaver Valley that season as well, I guess as an affiliate player. Were those all kind of at the end of the year or were they throughout the year? Uh, they were actually mixed in throughout the year. I, I, their very first game of the year was my first one with them because they were kind of short-manned from the start. So their head coach, Terry Jones, he mixed me in as much as he could. and I, I loved it. Like Every game I went up, I practiced with them lots, and I just really felt part of the group. And then that definitely like encouraged me to push to get move on and get to that next level. Yeah, right on. And then uh, so the following season, you made the jump. You were a full-time player with Beaver Valley there, and uh, you got 16 points in, in 41 games there from the back end again. What do you remember about your, your first full season with Beaver Valley? <laughs> I remember my first year, I was a little nervous, that's for sure, just because growing up in like the Kimberly-Cranbrook area, I was always a big fan of the Kimberly Dynamiters and all that kind of stuff, and then playing a, 
once again away from home over in a new team it was definitely kind of a challenge but also lots of fun uh definitely took a little bit slower that year uh points weren't really my goal I was more trying to make a place for myself on the team and kind of set up for the future yeah and you guys played uh I think you played 10 playoff games that year what was what was the run like with Beaver Valley in the playoffs yeah, that was actually probably the best memory I have of playoff hockey because we, we started out against Grand Forks and we swept them in four games, which was not easy. Honestly, the first game went to overtime, but then after that, it kind of looked like by the score, we took over for sure. And then uh, the second round was against Nelson, and that was definitely a challenge. They were our top competitor of the division over there, and we pushed it to six games where like in the regular season, we didn't do too well against them. They won majority of the like the regular season series. So we're really excited to beat them. And then of course the third round was against Kimberly. So I was coming back home, having my parents watch me here. And then that was a big challenge, but I ended up suffering a separated shoulder in the second game of that. So I wasn't able to finish the series, but we were able to push it to five games and I didn't get to play, but the fifth game we went to triple overtime. It was an intense game and I wasn't even on the ace. I was just watching. So it was a blast. Yeah, well, that sucks to hear about uh, your injury there, but that's something we'll probably talk a little bit more about as we go on here. Uh, <laughs> your your second season with Beaver Valley there, um, again, injuries, I think, were a, a factor there. I think you only played 31 games, um, but your your point production really picked up. seemed like you were playing, despite some injuries, seemed like you were really confident playing well in uh, in Beaver Valley that year. What do you remember about your, your second year with Beaver Valley? Start of my second year, I thought I was doing unreal. I was averaging around a point per game. I was playing top line minutes, top power play. I felt like that was my kind of team. I was really running in the back end. But then, like you said, I kind of ran into some injury problems. So I had a couple of concussion issues at the start of the year after getting into a car accident. But that didn't really hinder me. The main injury was beginning of December, I blocked a shot and shattered my right ring finger and ended up having a four screws put into it so that put me out for at least two two and a half months just with both the bone healing and then physiotherapy afterwards just to get my mobility back i ended up coming back with a week and a half two weeks left in the regular season so it really knocked me out that year uh especially because i had such a start it was quite devastating but i was happy to get back and get back into the playoffs for that year as well awesome yeah, and then you guys played uh, six playoff games that year. That I guess that would have been a probably the COVID shortened year. But uh, what was what was uh, I guess that those six playoff games like for you guys there? Yeah, those those playoff games I don't remember too much, just because everything kind of went crazy once COVID broke out. So I definitely was more worried about moving home. But I, I remember we were playing against Nelson in the second round and we were we were down bad they beat us the first two games at home in Beaver Valley and we got outscored 11 nothing uh, combined in both games so oh. it wasn't the hottest start but I still remember just packing up the bus ready to leave for Nelson and then all of a sudden we got a text saying the game was cancelled and that's when everything broke out so kind of a crappy way to finish off and we didn't really get to get our payback that we wanted against Nelson but not much you can do yeah so after playing uh, four years in the West Kootenays there, two years of U18 AAA, and then two years of Junior B in the KI, um, 
Did you ever go to like any of Trail's camps, or did you ever come close to playing for for Trail before the Bucks were announced as an expansion team? Uh, not too much. Like, I, they in my uh, major midget days, they definitely came. Like, their coaches came out and ran some of our practices, so I definitely had like that coaching experience and all that kind of stuff. But I went to a couple of their camps, and I wasn't like. I, I didn't get invited to main camps or anything like that. I wasn't the bubble player, but I, I was definitely getting my name out there for sure. But once the expansion team came to Cranbrook, I knew I wanted to play here, and I, I worked my hardest to make the team. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you. So I guess you would have been – the team was announced in October, so you would have been kind of just at the beginning of your, your second year in Beaver Valley there when uh, when the Bucks were announced. Did you know right away when, when you found out about the team that you wanted to – come try out and make the team here or, or what was kind of going through your head in October when the team was announced? Yeah, once I found out the team was announced, I knew for sure that I wanted to play here just to play at home and play that high junior A level. So I, I wanted to try my hardest, but then of course that's when that injury, my broken finger. So I kind of felt my chances were dwindling and then kind of the COVID summer year, it really kind of made things all random and I was able to heal up. But luckily I kept in contact with coach Ryan and Nathan Lewin a little bit here and there. And then I was able to get the trial for the rookie camp. Awesome. So yeah, I, I guess was that kind of how the process started? Like was the, the rookie camp the first time you were on the ice with the Bucks there and, and kind of showing what you got? Yeah, exactly. The rookie camp is when they kind of first got to see me live and in play and healthy, fully healthy. And then that's when I really got to show them how I played. And I kind of kept in contact with Ryan throughout the summer. But it, like I said, the COVID was just tough to know exactly until it came came to that time. Right. So when did you find out, uh, I guess you would have had to go through rookie camp and then did you sign between rookie camp and, and main camp there? No, not not quite. Uh, so I made it past rookie camp and then I we moved on to main camp. So we all moved into the box dressing room and we all kind of like, there's still 28 guys, I believe. There's quite a few guys, majority forwards. And so I was really hoping that I could make it, but at the same time, like I kind of had the expectation of kind of disappointment in the back of my head just just to kind of brace myself for it but it was a beginning of October of last year and that's when Ryan called me into his office and he said that I made it and then I kind of left his office in disbelief and I kind of had to like ask myself I was like did I hear that correctly or like am I dreaming or something but it was I was so happy like so excited that's awesome um so Around that same time, right at the beginning of October there, the Bucks made their first ever trade and they uh, they acquired Mike Hagan. And he was a guy that you played with in Beaver Valley. I think he led one of your teams in scoring. So um, I guess coming to a new team and a new group of guys, how, how excited were you when you heard that uh, Mike Hagan was, was being acquired and was going to be there with you guys? Yeah, once I heard Hags was coming back, I, I just knew that I had a familiar face and then I haven't I didn't really talk to him over the like the year between that we had off from each other because he was playing over in Okotoks and it was, it was nice to see him again we definitely caught up and it almost like time never really passed when I started hanging out with him again that's awesome um so then next the next thing that you guys went through I guess would have been the uh the expense the uh, extended training season um lots of exhibition games against trail and and stuff like that so what do you remember about uh finally putting the jersey on and playing your first few exhibition games with the Bucks and getting your feet wet in, in some big games against trail oh yeah like it, it was a 
dream come true the moment I found out that I made the team playing those games. Like I, I knew I could kind of relax a little bit, loosen up on the stick, and I was just playing my hockey. So those games against Trail, like obviously now I hate Trail, like hate playing against them. We played against them way too much, but those first couple games, like I, I, I swear I was just playing with a smile on my face. I loved every game. Yeah, they looked like fun games to play, and like you know, I I watched them all on TV, obviously, because there was no spectators, and like. I didn't know what to expect going in with a brand new team, bunch of new players. I'm sure you guys, no one really knew what to expect, but uh, it was amazing how how intense and and good those games were right off the bat. Yeah, exactly. Ryan put together a really strong team for our kind of first inaugular or inaugural season, and it it was definitely so much fun to play, so much fun to be a part of, and such a great kind of experience to really set the stepping stones for the start of the franchise for sure so after you guys played the uh extended exhibition season um the regular season was supposed to start in december obviously it got pushed back a month at a time for four months and it didn't start until april um so i guess what was what was that time like for you in between the the exhibition season and the regular season starting while you guys were doing lots of practicing and training and stuff like that honestly it just felt like a really really long exhibition season so we didn't play any games but the practices were high intensity and it almost felt like we were trying out for the team every week just because so many guys were working so hard and we never knew when when the games were going to start so you always had to be ready you couldn't take any time off but once we finally got the go-ahead that we were going to play everyone was so excited like there was kind of like a we like let out a deep breath. It was like still relaxing. It's like, yeah, we put in all this work and now it's finally going to get rewarded. Yeah. Were you, were you trying to work on anything in particular during that time? Like, were you trying to get better at anything or just uh, working on your game overall there? Mainly working on my game overall. It's it, like junior A is definitely a big step up. So definitely got to be at the top of my game and everything. But if, I was to focus on anything. It was more my offensive play. I find uh, I'm very strong defensively, but I need to start kind of producing more offensively on my end. And I've just kind of been working on that ever since first, second year, junior B to begin with. And it's always something I want to improve. Awesome. So you kind of mentioned uh, a little bit of the thoughts there and the feelings when you found out you'd be playing. But uh, I guess what was the feeling like when you finally got to play the the first regular season game in, in franchise history there up in Penticton? It, it was awesome. It was definitely a change of pace for sure, just to get in there and kind of like the big step. Like you wouldn't think too much of a step up from exhibition to regular season, but the moment that puck dropped, it was felt 10 times faster or at least it went faster in my head. I was just so excited, but it was a lot of fun. And then definitely a different experience having that kind of pod season and not really being at home, but it, I loved every moment of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the pace of play. I mean, you guys, you saw lots of trail in the exhibition season. You guys saw Prince George and Merritt, but um, jumping into your first ever game against Penticton, who you guys hadn't seen yet. And like, that's, that's a top notch, you know, organization in, in junior A hockey. So that would have been definitely uh, uh, a new experience for you guys, but uh, you handled it pretty well for sure in the first game and, and the rest of the pod as well. Oh yeah, definitely. They have a skilled players. They always do that with them being such a well-known franchise in all of Canada. So it was a cool experience to kind of play that first game against them. But then definitely by the end of the pod, I was definitely sick of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and then you guys also would have been sick of playing Trail that year as well. What was it like in the in the first game against Trail there in the in the pod to get the first win in the franchise history? What do you remember about that game? Uh, it was quite a grind, honestly. Like there was still heated rivalry from the exhibition, uh, so it was a battle for sure. A lot of hard fought, kind of blood, sweat, and tear in a way. Like just to kind of put it into words, but it was not. I wouldn't say not as fun just because it was such a hard, hard game to play. But it was awesome to get the win, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you remember your first BCHL goal there? Oh, yeah. I still have a video of it saved on my phone. I love it. <laughs> is that the one, I can't remember, is that the one that initially they credited to someone else and then they came back and, and gave to you? Yeah, so they originally credited it to Nick Sombrowski, where like kind of the camera angle looked like he tipped it and he celebrated as if he did, but you can kind of tell the angle that the puck went in. It was straight in from the point. So I, I, I love it. I keep, like, every time I go through my history, I see it and I just I remember that moment and kind of how happy I was. And I just love it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I remember that one where, you know, I saw the puck go in and. I kind of thought it was you, and they gave it to, to Nick there. And, um, yeah, I, I was kind of talking to your mom after the game, too, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was Quaid's goal, but I guess we'll see. So it was nice to see that they, they got that one fixed. Exactly, yeah. I made sure that they got it fixed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're pretty good about that, I, I find. Like, you know, the on-ice officials, sometimes it is hard for them to keep track of, you know, all the numbers and assists and stuff like that, but it's nice to see that they, they do get – like, even you recently had a – a second assist added on that shorthanded goal against uh, Salmon Arm after, so that was that was cool to see. Yeah, that definitely caught me off guard. Uh, when I looked at my stats, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't even remember it on the ice. I was just more focused on getting the puck out, getting the change, and then all of a sudden we score. And I didn't even think I touched it. Like from what I remember, I was the right D, and apparently I was in the left corner, made a breakout pass, and we scored. So. Obviously, I don't even remember half the stuff, let alone the officials. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I mean, I watched that video a bunch of times. The the shorthanded goal there, two on one, and yeah, I didn't think much of it either. But then once I saw that they added it to the uh, on the score sheet there, I kind of watched it again and and saw you make the play there. So yeah, it's it's nice to see them add things like that after the fact. Yeah, exactly. So just one more here about uh, the pod last year, and I guess that's just what was your overall experience there like? I know you guys didn't get the results, but uh, you know you got to you personally, you got sixteen games under your belt and and just played against Trail and Penticton every game. So what was that experience like for you? The experience was different for sure. Like it wasn't your regular normal season. You don't kind of have time in between the practice and really focus on pre-scouting a team. Like obviously we saw trail and Penticton enough that we knew majority of their systems and stuff like that. But it's a grind through and through. Like you only have like one or two days off here and there and you're playing, it seemed like every day practicing in between. And it, it was exhausting by the end for sure but it was an awesome experience like if if we did it again i'd i'd be down but i'd i'd ask for like more more rest in between because we definitely had a lot of injuries and i feel that kind of affected our first year where like if we didn't have as many injuries we definitely should have got more wins that's for sure yeah you guys played uh 20 games and i think like 35 days or something so like you said it was every other every other day sometimes back-to-back days and and then you mentioned the injuries. Yeah, tons of guys were went down and, and didn't come back. Some guys came back and tried to play, you know, play through some stuff. I'm sure you were one of those guys. So it was definitely <laughs> tough to tough to watch from from the outside. But uh, 
it was nice to see the the effort and the consistency that you guys did did put forth despite yeah. being uh you know so down with injuries and and fatigue and everything else yeah exactly and just living in penticton for those 35 days was unreal like it was april may weather and so it got started out a little dreary but it got real nice and hot by the end of it so we just loved it yeah yeah, that's what some of the guys have said that, you know, being right next to the, the lake and everything and just kind of getting to enjoy some of the time away from the rink was, was pretty cool too. Exactly. What was your, uh, what was your summer like? Obviously it would have been nice to get home after that, uh, that big stretch there in Penticton. So what was the summer like and, and did you kind of, what were you working on trying to get better at maybe in the, in the summer leading into this year? Uh, yeah, Coming back from the pod, definitely needed some time to relax, that's for sure. So I spent a couple of weeks just kind of hanging out with the family, just kind of nice to be back home. But then got back to work as soon as I can, just working on speed. I find I, I always need to improve speed because game always gets faster every single year. So speed and then, like I said, I've worked on my shooting and kind of more offensive capability. But all around, just kind of staying in shape, making sure I was ready for this year. Right on. So then you guys got into the uh, the preseason there this year. You went uh, 4-0 in the preseason, and you beat Trail three times, which from an outside perspective was good to see after the way the pod went for you guys. Uh, I guess what do you remember about the, the preseason? Maybe not so much, you know, results-orientated, but overall what was, what was the preseason like to kind of get you ready for your first full BCHL season? Compared to last season, this preseason felt like nothing. Like it felt like it was only two weekends by in a flash. Next thing you know, you start the season. But it was definitely nice to start the season off as good as we did. Like especially with like the women's game in the middle of that. Like that was definitely a cool experience. Just all together, it felt like it really brought us to closer as a team. I feel. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned the the women's game there. What was that like playing against you know the national women's team and in, in the first sellout? you know, COVID sellout 50%, but uh, the first full house at Western Financial Place, what was that game like? I thought it was awesome. But the only thing I kind of didn't like was when they scored, it felt like we were playing away at our own home arena because <laughs> the building erupted whenever they scored. But whenever we scored, it was just like the friendly applaud. But there was definitely more fans of them than there were for us. But it was an awesome atmosphere, like just to have all the fans back in the building and kind of like that, like you said, sold out crowd for like the first time in the uh, arena. It was just awesome. It was a totally new atmosphere and it was just a great feeling, especially after having the pod season last year. Yeah, and there was, uh, like you said, it was it was really loud, you know, when they scored. There was uh, there was lots of lots of girls there, lots of women. I think it was a pretty cool showcase for the the girls in town to be able to get out and watch that game. So that was uh, it was a pretty cool environment to uh, to be a part of and and see. That was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then you guys started your your regular season at home against trail once again uh, another sellout this time everybody in the in the building was cheering for you guys what do you remember about that uh that season opening win at home against trail uh the night night went by pretty fast honestly like it was a lot of fun like great atmosphere like i said and this time they're all behind us so it really pushed us to inch our way forward and get the win for sure and i remember Tyson Dick scored the opening goal for the season and I was right next to him. If he would have missed the puck, I was ready to put it in right behind him. But it was awesome to kind of get that first goal and kind of hear the building erupt. It was just amazing. 
Yeah, I remember that goal, and I've actually got uh, I've seen a few photos from from that play as well, and kind of looked like you were sitting there on the back door waiting for a, a pass that never came. But uh, good play there by Jakey <laughs> to finish it off. Exactly. Yeah, that's probably why he's got fifty points though, and not me. I probably would have missed the net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goal scores goal for sure. Exactly. <laughs> so that was. Uh, that was your guys' first win of six against Trail this year in the nine-game season series. Uh, obviously, the last five all came in a row in December and January. Um, what was it like for you guys to to really take it to your your rivals this year, and particularly in the in the fa- the last five games after a, kind of a tough stretch last year in the pod? Yeah. Playing trail is always a grind, especially kind of the track, like their history with them, with the exhibition that first year, and then in the pod, seeing them almost seem like every other night. It just kind of builds like that kind of rivalry, which is awesome. Like usually it takes a couple years for that to build, but for it to just be one year, year and a half, it, it was amazing. And I definitely feel there's a couple games in the middle there that they beat us that we definitely shouldn't have given up. Like a couple bounces our way and it's a different outcome but it was nice to kind of finish it off with those last five wins and really kind of rub it in their face yeah for sure um when you look back on on kind of the first I guess it's almost over two-thirds now of your guys's schedule but uh you know you've got the some of the wins against trail and then some of some other big games for you guys like going into seminar and beating them twice you beat them once here you guys went into Langley and beat the number one team in the Coastal Conference so when you look back at your your season so far like do you what what kind of sticks out what what good memories do you have about uh, the start of your season here uh like like you said like playing those top teams and getting the wins like that's always great memories like they're always the toughest games to play it feels like they're at such a high level high pace and we're playing even higher it feels like and for every goal just your blood gets going you just jump up on the bench and such excitement so it's always fun like winning those games but then you always got to kind of take into account like the losses like yeah, we play really good most nights, but then sometimes one or two unlucky bounces, like just like this last weekend in Vernon, like they had a double deflection off our shin pads and it trickled across the line. Like stuff like that kind of gets to you, but you just got to remember the good times and those tough wins, and it, it it always sticks with me. I feel. Yeah, right on. Um, okay, so we'll we'll get into some of the stuff that's coming up for you guys, but. Uh, We'll uh, we'll do a little rapid fire here, get uh, get to know you a little bit, and then uh, I got some fan submitted questions for you as well. Perfect, sounds good. Okay, uh, who's your favorite hockey team? Chicago Blackhawks. Favorite player? Duncan Key. Favorite non hockey sport? Watching, I like watching baseball, but growing up, I was a swimmer. <laughs> okay. Who's your favorite non-hockey athlete? Ooh, um, that's a good one. Uh, growing up, it was either Tony Hawk or Sean White. I kind of was into skateboarding, snowboarding. Nice, nice. Um, favorite hockey road trip? Honestly, all the road trips are awesome. Kind of hanging out with the guys is awesome. And I'd say the pod season was fun, other than kind of like not winning. But I think altogether, like all the trips are fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite hockey memory? Uh, winning the, was it Adam C? 
Banner uh, and Kimberly here went up to Invermere and won like 12-6, 12-7, and I contributed quite a lot. That was probably my best memory. <laughs> nice. Good to hear. And then uh, last one from me. Do you prefer playing on home ice in front of the, the home fans, or do you like playing on the road, getting on the bus and, and going into other teams' buildings? Home ice for sure. I love the atmosphere at the arena. I love all the fans and seeing all the kids cheering us on. I, I just... I think it's awesome, especially kind of being from the area. I think it's a great experience. Awesome. Okay, so I'll get into some fan-submitted questions here. Um, the first one's actually from my daughter, Taylor, who uh, wanted me first to thank you for getting her, her jersey signed by all the boys for Christmas there. She really appreciated that. Oh, yeah, that was no problem at all. Guys always jumping at signing stuff for kids. They love it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it, and she loved it, so it was great. So thanks thanks again. No problem. So Taylor's question for you. Um, so you've played for, obviously, the, the Cranbrook Bucks with the, the nice green colors. You played for the Beaver Valley Nighthawks um, and then the Kootenai Ice. So Taylor's question is, what was your favorite team to play for? I think as as far as, you know, logos team names what was your favorite team to play for uh for logo and team name i'd have to stick to the nighthawks i think that's like really mean fierce but my favorite team is obviously the cranberg bucks just playing at home playing in front of all like my friends and family i just love being here it's just a great experience for me and i just love it all together awesome second question is uh is from my wife deanne um her question is, if college hockey is something you're considering doing after this season, what would you take in school? Uh, I think my plan is mainly kinesiology. I really love kind of like the uh, the human body and the human anatomy, and I really love kind of medical stuff. So kinesiology and kind of a physiotherapy kind of pathway is what I'm leaning towards. Okay, cool. Yeah, she'll like that. That's what she did uh, in school as well. Wicked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one is from Lane. Lane is uh, actually plays for the U11 Bucks in town here. Um, so you mentioned that the Blackhawks were your favorite NHL team, but uh, it, what team in the NHL would you want to play for is what Lane wants to know. Obviously, the Chicago being my favorite, I'd have to say them number one. But then after that, it'd be uh, Las Vegas. I just feel like that'd be a great atmosphere to play in and all that kind of stuff. And then the Seattle crack, just because they're the new new team on the block. So I think that'd be fun. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I could be mistaken, but I think Lane likes Vegas. So he'll probably he'll probably love to hear that. Perfect. <laughs> and Lane also wants to know, what's your favorite pregame meal? Ooh, uh, I'm pretty simple, honestly. I think my my favorite would be just a classic peanut butter and jam sandwich. But like, if I'm really getting picky, uh, like chicken alfredo, like yeah, chicken alfredo and just spaghetti and meatballs. Those are some really good classics as well. Nice. Okay, I got a couple more from another young fan here. Uh, Donatello wants to know what's the biggest comeback you've ever been a part of. Oh, geez. Uh... That's a good question, actually. Um, I've had a couple. I don't. I don't quite recall them, like the exact score. But I've had a couple in junior B, like down by three or four, where you kind of crawl back, uh, or like you start out behind, like four nothing after the first, and come back and win at five four. I don't quite recall the exact scores, but I've had quite a few. 
Yeah, the one that sticks out for me, the the one that I remember is the uh, the AJ Vasco game in uh, in the pod last year. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a great game. <laughs> AJ had an unreal game, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, obviously we've talked a little bit about some of the injuries that you've had playing hockey. Uh, Donatello also wants to know what hurt the most playing hockey. I uh, definitely would say breaking my finger. That one definitely hurt the most, and then it kind of dragged on for so long after just because of having the surgery and all that kind of stuff. So that was the uh, most painful and most kind of time, like taking away my time from hockey. So it wasn't a fun one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but uh, Marquis wants to know what was it like to, to move away from home at 15 and play U18 AAA hockey? Uh, honestly, I loved it. Like at first I was a little hesitant, of course, just cause I was so young, but once I kind of settled in over there in trail and started going to school and all that kind of stuff. And of course I had my best friend to kind of support me along the way as well. So it made it way easier. But once I kind of got comfortable, it was just awesome. Like it was my second home. And then even still, cause I, I lived there for four years. I, I still keep in contact with my old Billet family and they're like my new kind of second family away from home. So I always visit them as much as I can in the summers and all that kind of stuff. So I just, it, it was an awesome experience for sure. It's good to hear. And then uh, Marquis also wants to know, um, what was it like playing for Terry Jones in Beaver Valley? It was awesome. I loved him. Uh, he was probably one of the best coaches I have, just up there with Ryan Donald as well. Uh, he's really committed. He's in on every game, and he just loves hockey as much as everyone else. So he's always there to win, and he's always there for, to kind of help the community and play everyone. So it was just an all-around amazing experience, and then he had a lot of trust in me, so it made me more confident to play the way I can. Yeah, I don't know him on a, on a personal level. Um... I, I did used to ref in the KI, so I, I dealt with Terry a little bit there as a, as a ref. And <laughs> he definitely seems like he's the kind of guy that, uh, you know, like you said, he, he wants to win. He's in every game. He seems to also demand um, and also find a way to get the most out of all his players. So seemed like a really good coach to play for, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. He really knows how to get you going, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and the last one here is from... Chris, not me. There's at least two Chris's in Cranberg, I promise. But uh, <laughs> Chris wants to know what are you most looking forward to, or what game are you most looking forward to on the upcoming road trip? Uh, definitely Penticton. It's always nice to kind of go back to where the pod was and all that kind of stuff. And then they're a top team to play against. So we have some bad blood with them right now with the losing the last two times we played them. So we're definitely going to be going in looking for a win. It's always a fun fun trip to go to Penticton. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the Sunday game, I think, right? You guys are in Merritt Friday, West Kelowna Saturday, and then Penticton Sunday? Yep, exactly. Yeah. So I guess you guys are obviously looking forward to that trip now, leaving here in a, in a couple days. So um, what kind of things are you guys talking about? I guess you're probably not looking past the uh, the merit game on Friday night, but uh, what kind of things are you guys talking about as you look ahead to the, the road trip here? Yeah, Ryan really likes to focus, like, next game. He doesn't like to look too far ahead, so we're really focusing on kind of merit style of play, especially because especially we lost to them the last time. It's just, like I said, 
blood. We want to go in and kind of redeem ourselves. So really focus on kind of everything we've got to do to beat them in a sense, like both power play, penalty kill, structure, everything kind of focusing around them. And then it's just hard work. We just need to have hard work. And we, I feel hard work beats any team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's almost – it's pretty wild that Merritt only has – two wins this year because uh like especially recently since they made the coaching change and some of the personnel changes like I've I've watched a lot of their games on you know like random Wednesday nights or whatever and they've played Salmon Arm like three times in the last couple weeks and all the games are close in the third period like they they seem to hang around and they're in every game and they get unreal goaltending and then they just kind of find a way to lose but uh it should be a pretty good game I think on on Friday night. Yeah, exactly. Their standings definitely don't represent the kind of team they are. They're definitely a lot grindier and different team to play against than they look like in the standings, that's for sure. Yeah. So then you guys are going into West Kelowna on Saturday. You guys are 3-2 and two against them on the season. You're 2-1 and one against them in their barn. Um, pretty good Pretty good comeback against them the, the last time you guys played, too. I think you guys scored four goals in the last uh, eight minutes of the game there. Um yeah, what are you looking forward to about getting back into West Kelowna there? Uh, I really like West Kelowna's arena, and they're they're always a good team to play against. They were the second team, kind of first first new team other than Penticton and Trail at the start of this year to be played against. So there's obviously rivalry with them, but I really like playing in their arena. I kind of like their atmosphere there, and I just find it's really fun. Like playing them is always a fun kind of physical competitive game, but then there's also a lot of skill. I feel a lot of speed and skill with them. So it's a different kind of pace. Merritt's more kind of grindy. West Kelowna's more skill and kind of system-wise. They'll beat you in, if you slip up once or twice. Yeah, and you mentioned the kind of how the rivalry came about with, with West Kelowna there being the second team that you guys played this year. Um, you They hadn't lost, I don't think, when they came to Cranbrook yet. And uh, they took the first game from you guys on Friday night, which... I've talked to a couple guys about it. You know, you guys thought it was a winnable game, and they, they kind of just, you know, stole it from you. And then on the Saturday night there, um, definitely one of the most intense games I think you guys have probably played all season to to pick up that big 3-2 win at home. And then from there, it just seems like, yeah, they after you guys gave them their first loss, it's been some really good games with, with West Kelowna for sure. Yeah, definitely. Once we beat them that second game, it kind of helped us propel even throughout the season. Like against, like it kind of proved to us that we can play, play and beat any team in the league. And like they were a top team at the time, especially not losing the game. So it definitely proved to us as kind of a younger team that we're just as good as any other team in the league. Yeah, for sure. And then. Uh... You kind of talked about it already with with Penticton, but you're going back to the place where you played all of last season. Um, been a bit of a like that's a that's a really good team over there. I think you guys in the last two years have only beat them once there in in probably eleven games. I think in their in their arena. So, um, what do you think it's going to take to? It's it's the third game in three of three for both you guys. What do you think it's going to take to get two points there on Sunday in Penticton? Yeah, both sides are definitely going to be tired with it kind of, kind of coming to the end of their uh, our road trip and all that kind of stuff. So there's going to be a lot of fatigue to play. So I don't think it's going to be as much skill. It's going to be more hard work, kind of focusing on the minor details and just grinding away to get a couple goals, get an early lead, and then I think we can really press it against them. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, just we'll look ahead here once more. You guys have uh, Wenatchee coming to town next weekend for two games. Um, 
obviously all all three times you've played them this year have been in Wenatchee. Um, again, three really good games, three unfortunate losses for you guys, I think. Um, I know you guys haven't really looked too far ahead yet, but uh, have you thought about playing Wenatchee on home ice at all next weekend? Uh, a little bit here and there, more focused on this weekend for sure. But every time I look at the schedule, it's always nice to kind of know who you got to prepare for. And yeah, like there's definitely... Like I said, with a lot of teams, it feels like there's some bad blood with them as well. And especially the games we have played against them, we've kind of outworked them in a way. It's just we haven't got the bounces. We didn't get the kind of goals that we've wanted. So uh, once they come here, it's it's just going to be kind of us out-competing out them and kind of getting those bounces before they can. So it's going to be a good weekend for sure, especially to kind of come back after two road, road weekends. It's going to be a good weekend to come back to. Yeah, and I think we're all we're all looking forward to seeing them them come here and seeing you guys play them on home ice after, uh, you know, like I said, three games in their barn, having to you know watch their feed on TV with their uh, their broadcaster who calls the game from Zoom. It's just been three uh, three tough games to watch. So we're all looking forward to seeing you guys play them on home ice. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I guess just the last one here. So you're. You guys know that you'll be in the playoffs. It's you know it's kind of been a uh, foregone conclusion for a while now. You don't know obviously where you're going to finish or who you're going to play, but uh, you are one of the few guys on the team that has some some junior playoff experience. Um, have you allowed yourself to think ahead at all and kind of prepare for what it's going to be like playing in the playoffs here with the Bucks? Uh kind of thought of it here and there that's for sure especially as we're getting closer and thinking of it more and more but it's definitely going to be a grind that's for sure like playoff hockey is a completely different season like you could doesn't matter what the standings are a eighth seed team can beat the number one team any night it's just whoever wants to work harder and kind of really wants to win more that's what it really comes down to i find yeah and i think that's kind of where you guys are at now is like i you know, nothing obviously is, is decided yet, but it seems like you guys kind of know where you're going to be in the standings and who you might be playing. But right now it's not about necessarily, you know, where you're going to be. It's it's how you guys are playing and, and finding a way to win those tough games, which obviously for the last couple of weeks here, every game's been super tight, super close. So, uh, yeah, it should be some, some good hockey, I think, here down the stretch for you guys. Exactly, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh Thanks so much for jumping on with me today, Quaid. I had a lot of fun here. It was really nice catching up with you. And uh, like we said earlier, thanks again for uh, Taylor's Christmas present there, getting the boys to sign the jersey. She loved it, and I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem at all. And thanks for having me. This is still a fun experience, that's for sure. So that was my conversation with Cranbrook Bucks defenseman and local product Quade Anderson. As you heard in the interview, the Bucks are on the road this weekend playing three games in three days in Merritt, West Kelowna, and Penticton. They return home next weekend with two games against the Wenatchee Wild. All big games coming up as the season winds down and the BCHL playoffs are on the horizon. I hope you enjoyed episode 8 of the Bucks Network podcast and we'll talk again soon.